0: I have a special message to you today about today. About today. And how is that possible? Well, what did our Messiah Yeshua say about Shabbat? Let's look at this first. Turn to Mark chapter 2. What did our Messiah Yeshua say about Shabbat? There is an important story that reveals how Shabbat is very, very special. And Shabbat really is so special. And I'm so happy that you have chosen to take time out of your busy schedule to tune in to Shabbat, either via YouTube or by podcast. I know we've got a lot of podcast listeners. Actually, this is why the Lord has done this. I'm not exactly sure. We have a lot of podcast listeners in India. And so welcome to you if you're listening from India. A lot of podcast listeners from India. Somebody said, I don't know what that is. Are they Maybe they're trying to learn English listening to you. And I said, I don't know if if, if if they should be trying to learn English from me. They'd have a whole bunch of really bad comedians <laughs> in India. But in any case, welcome to all of you listening uh, in India and all over the world, literally. What does our Messiah Yeshua say about Shabbat? It's something very special. It's an interesting story when he started to receive some criticism, but he just turned it around. Mark chapter 2, verse 23 It says this Now it happened on Shabbat, on Yom Shabbat today, okay, on Shabbat, if you will, that Yeshua was going through the grain fields. His Talmudim, his disciples began to make their way, plucking the heads of grain. The Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not permitted on Shabbat? And he said to them, Haven't you ever read what David did when he was in need? And he and those with him became hungry. How he entered into the house of God with Beathar uh, was Kohengadol and ate the showbread, which is permitted only for the Kohanim to eat, and gave some even to those who were with him. Then he said to them, here it is, get ready, because it's, it's a whopper. It's a great one. It's a great one. It's powerful. Shabbat was made for man and not man for Shabbat. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of Shabbat. Can somebody say amen? amen? Good, I hope you said it too. That is so powerful. I want to say what Messiah Yeshua said again, and you need to receive that into your spirit. Shabbat was made for you. You were not made for Shabbat. Shabbat was made for you. Mm, that's powerful. Yeshua here is teaching us to be careful when it comes to legalism. Legalism. What is that? That's the big L, right? <laughs> that was bad, Daniel. Daniel's was like, I came back for this? <laughs> okay, Yeshua is teaching us to be careful about legalism. Friends, within Messianic Judaism, I think in particular, we always have to be on guard against legalism there's it's a danger for sure shabbat is a great example some people look at the regulations of shabbat as a burden this is the way that some people look at shabbat as as a great burden oh well you know here you can't do this and, and it feels like a weight and you can't do that you kiss it and, and and this is what you have to do and it feels like a weight around us they're missing the point entirely They're missing the point entirely. Yeshua teaches us here. Shabbat was made for man, not man for the Shabbat. Shabbat is supposed to be a big blessing for us, a joy, a simcha, if you will, a real mechaya, a delight, a treat, and a time to commune with our creator, right? This is what God has called us to on Shabbat. That's what today is supposed to be. It is supposed to be a joy, a delight, not some kind of a burden, not some kind of a legalistic burden. Sometimes people, you know, and it's interesting, of course, as rabbi, and this makes sense and I don't mind. Sometimes people will email me, especially people outside the congregation who haven't been walking the walk in Messianic Judaism. And everybody's got a little bit of different perspectives. Listen, the Shabbat says that we are to not do work on Shabbat and to rest. Well, what exactly does that mean? Well, you know, the rabbis over the years have greatly debated what that meant and all have their own interpretations. The Orthodox says this, conservative says this, Reform says this, Messianic says this. Listen, th- there's room for for differing perspectives on Shabbat. Here's the key to remember is Shabbat was made for you. Shabbat should not be a burden to you here. This is is something that's very important. And I love Shabbat liturgy. I really do. It is a blessing. What, What Daniel was reading a little bit earlier and Bruce was chanting a little bit earlier. Man, I love Shabbat liturgy. I know you guys do too. It's really a treat. It's a delight. It's so beautiful. And traditionally, Traditionally, and, and if you were to, to follow it within, uh, within, within Orthodox circles, this is just interesting context to help you understand a little bit of perspective. Traditionally, the time entering into Shabbat is called Kabbalat Shabbat, or welcoming in of Shabbat. And Kabbalat Shabbat is typically fit in uh, before the, right before the evening or the ma'ariv service proper, if you will, and typically, there are a number of as part of Kabbalat Shabbat, there are typ- uh, the numbers of typically of hymns, uh, uh, of recitations, of psalms, of prayers that are recited and sung uh, during Kabbalat Shabbat. I mean things like Di, of course, which is just so beautiful, is sung welcoming in the bride or Queen Shabbat, which is just so beautiful. And uh, I was talking to, I was talking to Dr. Rick this week about Di, In fact. Uh, and also a number of specific psalms, or are, are recited traditionally every week during Kabbalat Shabbat. Okay, now c- catch me here, and, and I'm going to work this all back in together. A number of specific psalms, psalms, are recited every week traditionally uh, uh, during a Kabbalat Shabbat. Okay, but in many ways, none are quite as special in this regard as Psalm Chapter 92. Psalm chapter 92. Why? Because Psalm 92 is the only psalm that is clearly and specifically dedicated to Shabbat. It is the only, really, portion uh, of scripture with something within it that is dedicated to Shabbat, especially within all of the Psalms. So what we're going to do today, so if you're watching or listening, you don't typically turn. I know, of course, we have all the the scriptures on the screen, so that's fine. But we're going to stay in Psalm 92 for pretty much the rest of the message today. We're going to dig into Psalm 92. We're going to dig deep into this Psalm today and examine what God says. Why? Because it is dedicated to Shabbat. Now then, so that means that if we understand Psalm 92 better, we'll have a better idea of what God is looking for from us on Shabbat. And so there are revelations here that are connected to Shabbat that are revealed in Psalm 92. Ooh, it's beautiful stuff. Let's start in verse 1. Psalm 92, verse 1. A psalm, a song for the Shabbat. It's written right there in the Hebrew. Mizmor Shir LeYom HaShabbat. It says, "Oh, a wonderful thing! It's a psalm right from the beginning. It's identified that this particular psalm is a song for the Shabbat. It specifically says in the text that the song is written for Shabbat." Now, Chazal teaches us that the psalm is not about Shabbat, but it is for Shabbat. Okay, so this psalm in particular, God intended for us to sing and recite on Shabbat. It is a Shabbat blessing. That is just so incredibly cool. It's a hard stop. That's cool stuff. Is that that which we are entering into and have entered into right now, Shabbat, there is a specific psalm that's dedicated to Shabbat. That's just so cool. So let's spend some time here. On Shabbat, examining the special psalm that God has placed for today and each Shabbat. And as we go through this, again, the psalm doesn't talk about Shabbat, but these are things that God wants for us to dwell on during Shabbat. And so as we go through these, think about these as things that we should be thinking about, rejoicing about, contemplating on Shabbat, and sometimes doing on Shabbat. Okay, so let's pick it up from there. That context is of key importance to understand the passage. Verse 2 says this, it is good to praise Adonai and make music to your name, Elion, Most High, to declare your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night with a ten-stringed harp, with resounding music on the lyre, for you made me glad I deny by your deeds. I sing for joy at the works of your hands. Let's stop there. Mm. We're going to unpack a lot of this stuff here today. Let's remember that God, on Shabbat here, that God specifically wants for us to think about these things here today, being Shabbat, on this day of rest. Clearly, we can see just revelatory from that first few verses of Psalm 92 our worship teams ministering on Shabbat is the will of the Lord. I mean, right? That's, you couldn't be more crystal clear than that. He tells us explicitly, it's a song for Shabbat, and it says explicitly that we are to praise the Lord with musical instruments. With musical instruments. It says with the, with the ten-string harp and the lyre. And, and if you look really deep into the Hebrew, it says, and the electric guitar. It's really wonderful. It's, uh, but you gotta be a Hebrew expert to pull that out. I've done a lot of study. Uh, and so <laughs> it, the whole psalm is a sheer or a, a, a song. The whole, psalm, the whole psalm is a song and we are to sing the scripture says with joy i sing for joy at the work of your hands this is an important revelation for us on shabbat havarim we are to sing praises unto god this is part of what we need to be doing especially on shabbat it's an important part of shabbat you know if you look at many believing services worship services i'm talking about across especially North America, and you listen or watch their worship services, they're oftentimes very, very profoundly short. And all too often they strive. Why? Because people have short attention spans. Did you, did you hear what I said? You probably didn't. It's because you have a short attention span. Let me say it again. <laughs> I, I I remember studying in psychology about the attention span of humans and and since I was in college now, especially with the internet and and everything that goes along with it with video games the the average attention span they say uh, and uh, ability to focus now this i'm not i'm not this sounds hyperbolic it's not is less than a goldfish The amount of time that that, that you know staring into one place now has now reduced for humans. Less than a goldfish on average. It's a, crazy, it's a crazy fact, right? Okay, and so because of that, a lot of places strive to be, quote unquote, seeker friendly. And they don't, But you see, they don't have the history, the liturgy, the culture that Messianic Judaism has. And, and listen, I certainly try to keep our services not too long. It's funny, we're running late today. It's, uh, <laughs> at, at the same time, one of the purposes of Shabbat is to praise and worship the Lord in song. I mean, sure, we could shorten our service by cutting some songs, but that is part of the joy of gathering together on Shabbat, beloved, is, is to sing praise unto the Lord. I know that there is some house of worship that, man, they sing two songs, and that's it. Why? Because they got the next service they got to get to. They get two songs to get you out of there. You know, and it's like people feel like they got their fill. Well, I, I hope they did. Listen, it's better than nothing. I'll take anything. I think the Lord is says, hey, listen, I'll take it. But but we gotta remember Psalm 92 tells us that one of the purposes of Shabbat is to sing praises unto God. That's one of the purposes of Shabbat, y'all. That we need to be joyous and singing to the Lord and not be always, you know, checking, okay, what time is it? What time is lunch? Is is when is RK gonna finish? When is it? Wow, do we have to do this music? Oh yeah, man, if we're gonna follow Psalm 92, we do. We need to enjoy and praise the Lord. This should be part of our hearts, y'all, to sing joyfully unto the Lord with with the lute, the 10-string harp, the electric guitar, keyboard, bass guitar, and drums, my friends, at the very least. Man, let's just lift it up to the Lord. This is what we need to be doing. It's part of what Shabbat is for. We learn this if we're reading the Scripture, verse 6. It says, How great are your works, Adonai! How profound are your thoughts! hmm A brutish man does not know, nor does a fool understand. Though the wicked spring up like the grass and all evildoers flourish, it is only to be ruined forever. Mm. It's interesting. These are things that we should contemplate on Shabbat. The psalmist here is contemplating the perceived inequity of the world that we see. And on Shabbat, when we can rest and stop and think, it's easy to wonder why there's so much evil in the world and how evil sometimes prospers. We see that. All too often, evil will prosper. And you might think, geez, why don't I have more success given that I'm a follower of God? I know none of you have ever thought that, but there are plenty, <laughs> plenty of people do think that, right? Why don't I have more success? I'm a follower of God. Or why do I see evil prosper sometimes? And, it's, and it's, it, dis- it can be discouraging. The psalmist is pointing this out. Why? Because Shabbat is a time that we stop for a minute. We're not working. We stop and we're thinking about things. And the psalmist is thinking about these things and he points these things out. But yet the psalmist here reminds us that the evil are ruined forever, is what he says. And also that God's thoughts are so profound and a fool does not understand. It's very powerful but, but, but very deep, what the psalmist says as we're thinking about these things on Shabbat. A fool doesn't understand. So in these moments of Shabbat, when we reflect, we should contemplate that the wicked, the wicked may win some battles, but God will win the war. This is the message of Psalm 92 for Shabbat. Because why? His works are great and his thoughts are profound. See, God sees the big picture and will not abandon you. Do you really hear this on Shabbat? See, this is an encouraging Shabbat message for you. God says that he sees the big picture. He's not going to abandon you. His thoughts are very profound. It may seem like the evil prosper, but but don't miss it, friends. God has the big picture in mind. They're they're ruined forever. You're not going to be ruined forever if if you're on God's side. Someone say amen. You're with me. Uh, verse nine says, but you, Adonai, are exalted forever. For behold, your enemies, Adonai, behold, your enemies perish. All evildoers are scattered. Okay, we're getting more of the story here. The psalmist is, is recounting. You can tell the psalmist has had difficulty. Friends, the psalmist was a human being like you and me. And so the psalmist goes through problems and trouble just like you do. Have you ever had difficulties in life? Have you ever had problems? Have you ever had challenges? Maybe even this week, maybe even today you've had some challenges of some sort or another. For sure in the last year you have. I know you have, unless you've been somehow in some kind of a hyperbaric ice chamber where you haven't been alive hardly. You've been frozen in time. <laughs> like Captain America, wake up, Captain America. Captain America. Okay, friends, everybody goes through things at one time or another, of course. Everybody goes through things, but but God is eternal. This is what we see here, my friends. God is exalted forever. So many people go through life and never stop to think. They go through life one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And then especially in pandemic season, sometimes we can become almost like automatons and just almost robotic-like who go through their thing each day. Friends, I've had the honor of being with many, many people on their deathbed. And the priorities of most people oftentimes do not line up with what their big picture priorities ought to be. But Shabbat gives you a chance to stop. To stop in the week and consider the things that are eternal. Consider the things that are eternal. Lord Adonai it says in verse 9 you are exalted forever you are exalted forever you see that's the big picture that's not what have you done for me lately and God I'll be nice to you if if you've been nice to me lately and no no no, no. it's I'm going to be faithful to you forever why because you are exalted forever oh God you are eternal Man, that that makes the temporal seem a lot less significant and important. It changes our outlook. We should be thinking about the eternal on Shabbat. This is part of what we should be thinking about. Verse 11. But you exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. Mm. My eye can gaze on those lying in wait for me. Ooh, wow, that's interesting. Follow me on this, it's very deep. My ears hear about evildoers rising up against me. Wow. Oftentimes, my friends, when we don't take time out, uh, or rather, oftentimes, my friends, when we take time out for God each week, as God instructs, oftentimes it's because we're seeking direction. We're seeking direction. At least we ought to be at least listening to God. And if he tells us something, we should be listening and, and for Him to give us some guidance. You know, If I hope that you've sought God's guidance at one time or another in your life. We should be seeking God's guidance frequently in our lives, my friends. And, and God wants to give His guidance on Shabbat. This is part of what this psalm, verses 11-12, are trying to tell us. Because here we see that God will give us insight as to booby traps that will await us in life. He will show us the ditches so that we can avoid them. It says, my e- eyes and ears have greater clarity. Why? Because God anoints me with oil, right? And so it's sort of like this. It's that when you're walking along at the path and, and you don't realize that there's a drop off right here and you're walking and, and you see what Shabbat does is, is God says, I'll let you know, God will let you know when there's the snare, God will let you know when there's a cliff that's going to fall. And so you can see, uh, you know, if you're not looking, and you'll fall, and you'll trip, and you'll stumble, except for if you are focused on God, right? If you need insight from God, brother or sister, make it a point to come into his house on Shabbat. I know you can't be here this Shabbat. I know it's, it's, we've, we've closed the doors. Next Shabbat, come or, or at least come virtually, at least come online as you're doing right now, or via the podcast. In other words, come into the presence of God on Shabbat, and there's something special, like Daniel alluded to earlier, in being in the house of the Lord on Shabbat. I know it's a bit of a of, of a schlep, and you got to you know get your clothes ready and everything. You got to make the drive. Okay, make it a point to spend time with God on Shabbat. Why? He wants to show you things. God wants to reveal things to you. God wants to keep you from stumbling. Right? He wants to keep you from stumbling. What, what exactly does it say? It says, My eyes can gaze on those lying in wait for me. You see, on Shabbat, God is reminding us. He says, He's telling us this is for Shabbat. And so He's telling us, when it comes, when you're on Shabbat, remember that my eyes, God's saying, my eyes can gaze on those lying and wait for me, God is telling us, is that God will give us insight. He will make our eyes be able to see these things. He will make our ears hear about things that are coming against us. In other words, he will give us, I don't want to say superpowers, he will give us superpowers. That's essentially what he's saying he'll do. He'll give us spiritual superpowers to see what you can't see with the carnal eye, to hear what you can't hear with the carnal ear. If you are faithfully following him, and this is part of what Shabbat is meant to do, is to remind you of this, to tell you of this, to imprint this into your spirit, to show you this, to reveal this to you. But you have to turn to him. And you have to be attuned to and listen to him. He wants to show you things, my brother or sister, but you have to take out that time each Shabbat. There's a reason There's a reason why this Shabbat is part of the traditional liturgy every single Shabbat. Every single Shabbat, the Orthodox read in Psalm 92. There's a reason for that. God says specifically this is a psalm for Shabbat. It's a great part to add to your your weekly reading. It will encourage you and you will continue to gain insights from it. Let's continue verse 13. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Okay. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Adonai, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Mm. If we stay in the courts of God, my friends, we will grow. That's what that's telling us. If we stay in the courts of our God, we're going to grow spiritually. If we follow his commandments, we will flourish like a palm tree. It's so interesting, when you go to Israel today, if you come with me to Israel, I'm taking a tour this October. If you go to Israel with me, Daniel has seen it. He's, he's been with me there and, and has seen it, right? If you go to Israel even today in the desert, remember, Daniel, when we were going through the desert, right there uh, on, on the way from the Kinneret, the Sea of Galilee, down to the Dead Sea, even in the middle of the desert, sometimes there'd be these gigantic palm tree groves, In the middle of the desert, you remember seeing those? I mean, just huge groves and groves of palm trees in the middle of the desert. How is that possible? Well, we know, and the Israeli uh, agriculturalists, uh, horticulturists know that these palm trees thrive on brackish water. And this is the limited water there is as such. And they seem to flourish even in The desert, it's absolutely, and they are so tall, man. These palm trees. Sometimes when I'm I'm in Israel, I'll go and they've got these uh, giant, um, kind of like uh, accordion cranes. You know, as they're trying to harvest, I'm thinking, man, they are so tall. That's a tall, those palm trees are so tall. This is what God is talking about. They are huge, these big, giant date palm trees. And, uh, and, and the, boy, the date stuff they have in Israel is amazing. Every year I go, I come home with as much of the date spread as possible. I don't even really like dates. The date spread in Israel is unreal. I'm telling you, there's a certain place we go to. Ooh, it's so good. It's a kibbutz where they make the date spread. Oh, okay, I gotta, I'm gotta. i distracting myself. But this is how you will flourish, beloved. I'm not even kidding. COVID has taken so much from us. COVID has taken, don't let it take away your coming into his courts. Especially on Shabbat, you should be in the courts of the Lord. And I know over this year, you haven't always been able to be here physically, but at least wherever you are, you can be in the courts of the Lord if you enter into his throne room in prayer, watching a service online, listening to something on a podcast. These are promises of flourishing. And of course, being in God's house is very special. That is awesome. And it's great to be encouraged about on Shabbat, right? Is that we will grow, it says, like a cedar in Lebanon, like flourish like a palm tree if if we're righteous as unto the Lord. That's how you're going to flourish, brothers and sisters, like that palm tree that grows so high. I can't even imagine climbing that thing. It's so tall. I would starve to death if I had to climb and those. I'd never make it. Unbelievable. I'd be shaking that thing, but they're solid. I mean, if you go up to one, you try to shake it, and it's, you think it's so tall and thin that it could be no, no, these things are built strong. It's unbelievable. The roots are very deep. That's another message. Verse 15. "Oh, listen to this. Oh, get ready. Mm, it's delicious. They will still yield fruit. In old age, they will be full of sap and freshness. They declare, Adonai is upright, my rock, there is no injustice in him. Mm, mm. Here we are at the end of the psalm, and we see two key things. First, we see that we still, that we still yield fruit in old age. Do you hear that, my senior brother or sister? Yeah, okay, a couple of you have. Okay, you'll still be full of sap and freshness. You know, that's an old school way of saying, you're going to be doing good. You're going to be doing good. You're, you're, you're still going to be doing just fine. Thank you. Even in your old age, full of sap and freshness, and you will still yield your fruit. No surprise, my friends, this is a message for Shabbat. It's a message for Shabbat. Stick with it. That's part of the message. Brother or sister, if you stick with it, you stick with it on Shabbat. Even when you're old, you're still going to be spry and you're still going gonna to have that, that kick in your step line because the Lord is going to be with you. This is important. Stick with it. Teenagers and college age, stick with it. It's been a hard year with COVID. School's been difficult. You've been remote. It's been hard. It's been challenging. You haven't been able to hang out with your friends. I know it's been difficult. It's been challenging. Hard. Stick with it. Stick with your walk with the God. Don't give up on him. Keep coming to his house. Millennials, Gen Xers, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep with it. Stick to it. You got to have stick-to-itiveness. Boomers, listen, there's still much for you to enjoy. Shabbat is a time when can, we can all come together in unity. Be a Right? All generations can enjoy Shabbat. That's part of the message, too. You don't have to be young. You don't have to be old. You have to be breathing. You can enjoy Shabbat. There's a special joy and a blessing of Shabbat if we come together. But you got to do your part. we got to come together in in, in unity, if you will, into the courts of the Lord. Sometimes people can get disillusioned with their faith walk. They can become tired. They can become wore out. But don't give up, my friends. There's freshness available. It's so interesting and it's an unusual word. It says you'll be full of sap and freshness, okay? There is freshness available if you stick with it, if you stick it out. And Shabbat is a weekly reminder of it. Why is this in the the psalm that is specifically for Shabbat? Because God wants to remind us every week, stick it out, stick it out. Don't give up keep with it. Stick with it. Stick with us, my brother or sister. Hang in there. Shabbat is there in part to say to us that if we hang in there, the good fruit will keep coming. If we hang in there, the good fruit's going to keep coming. Listen, in some years, you guys all know this. This makes sense to you. We can all relate to this. In some years, even if you go to Israel, in some years there's a drought. Okay, some years there's a drought. Even in your life, my friends, at one time or another, yes, there are going to be droughts. That's the reality of life on planet Earth. But times of flourishing will come again if you stick with it. Times of flourishing will come again. And there'll be that freshness and that richness and that joy And that fruit that will be yielded and that sap, if you stick with it, past the seasons of dryness or drought. And finally, the psalmist concludes with praise to God. I love how the psalmist ends it with praise to God. We declare, God is upright, my rock. In him, there is no injustice. He is my rock. Is he your rock today? Is he your rock this Shabbat? So even when we see some things that we don't understand in the world, we still trust in Him and are reassured that God is my rock. He is your rock. He is your rock, brother or sister. Take that as a weekly reminder. Every Shabbat, God is your rock. You can depend on Him. You can turn to Him. You can trust in Him. He is your rock. Take that every Shabbat. Remind yourself of this every Shabbat. This is, after all, Mizmor Shir LeYom HaShabbat, a psalm, a song for the Shabbat. Let these words sink into you, and Shabbat after Shabbat, month after month, year after year, you will grow and you will flourish. Beloved, there's a reason for this special psalm. The title of my message is A Psalm for Shabbat. Let's bow our heads. Mm. Oh Lord, I want to I pray for you if you're watching or listening to this and maybe you're weary. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you say to yourself, man, I needed this today. I needed this. I needed an exhortation, an encouragement, and a reminder about the importance of Shabbat and And God, in my life, if that's you, I want to pray for you. Avinu, Shabbat Shabbat Shemaim, Father in heaven, I'm praying for each person, Lord God, who is uplifted, because we know, remember what Yeshua Messiah said in Mark chapter 2, Shabbat was made for you. Shabbat was made for you. He made Shabbat for you, not you for Shabbat. He made Shabbat for you. And on the Shabbat, he reminds us in Psalm 92, that special Psalm that is for Shabbat, He reminds us of the joy that that we will have and that we will have nourishing sap and that we will have freshness. There will be joy and he will give you insight. He will give you wisdom. He will give you clarity. He will give you guidance. He will give you direction. He will give you the vision that is supernatural to see things, to keep you out of danger. You see, if we stay dedicated to him, if we stick to it, and we are enjoying and on a regular basis in his courts on Shabbat. This is part of the message here. It's so special. So Lord, I pray for anybody who may feel dry, feel like they're in a drought. God, I pray for rain, rain to fall, Lord God. And I, I pray that that spiritual rain is in part this message from Psalm 92. If you're discouraged, read Psalm 92. Read it again, read it again until it sinks into your spirit and you feel encouraged because this is a message, a weekly message to encourage and uplift you and to let you know that God is your rock. And that is as solid as it gets, my friend. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you till the end. Lord please touch people let them feel your presence in their lives if you're watching or listening you've never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah you've never committed your life to God but you'd like to repeat this prayer after me say dear God I humbly come before you I ask Yeshua to come into my heart I believe he's risen again forgive me of my sins God I'll live the rest of my days for you Thank you, O God, in Yeshua's name. If you said that prayer for the first time, wow, what a delight, what a special. This this will be the best Shabbat of your life. What joy we celebrate with you. Please send us an email and let us know you made that decision to follow Yeshua. We will just celebrate for joy with you. Thank you, Lord, for this Shabbat. And God, it's so interesting. I mean, I, I I wrote this message before we knew that we would have, we would be going virtual this Shabbat. And, and it's so interesting that, that it is a Shabbat-oriented message. So it is a reminder to us, Lord God, that wherever we are, that we should seek the Lord, especially on Shabbat, but also that we should seek to be in the courts of the Lord. And oftentimes that does mean in His house. I thank you for this, oh God. I bless you for this. I'm encouraged by this. I thank you, God, that nothing will get in the way of me worshiping you on Shabbat. Mm. Lord, we love you with all of our heart. We thank you for these things. Yeshua, In the name of our Messiah, Yeshua, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. And may God richly bless you. Daniel's going to come and close us in our service. Shabbat Shalom.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend.